Welcome to the Love Deep Lab podcast, helping you integrate sex, sexiness, sacredness, and science in your life and your bedroom. And now, your host, Dr. Stormy. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Stormy. Thanks for joining us today on the Love Deep Lab podcast. So we talk a lot in this podcast about ways to improve your relationship, ways to have better relationships with yourself. But today's episode is all for you singles out there, for all of you out there dating or not dating, and just ways that you can, when you decide you want to date, when you decide that you're ready for an amazing partner, we're going to go over some strategies to help you with conscious dating, to date in a way that is more uh, reflective of you and where you're wanting to be, and ways, tips that will help you to bring in a better partner or potential partner for you. So perhaps you're just sick of bringing in the same kind of partner. I hear this all the time with my single clients. Like, why do I keep bringing in this asshole, these assholes? Or why do I keep bringing in the same type of woman or the same type of man? Um, and that is one reason why I decided to make this podcast today is we, we tend to bring in partners that show us where our work still is. And so one of the things I heard, I forget who said it, but I love it. And I say this tenderly with compassion is that you are the one common denominator in all of your relationships and all the relationships that worked until they didn't and all the relationships that were disastrous, but you are the one common denominator in all your relationships. And I remember when I heard that, I kind of felt like a little even defensive, but it was so true. I am the one common denominator in all of my relationships. And so that helps me to kind of turn that inward, that reflection inward to look at like, where, what are my patterns? Why do I keep bringing in this sort of person that wasn't working for me? And what kind of person do I want to bring in? So before we get into the tips, I just wanted to shed some light and love on that to be able to look at this, the dating journey as a roadmap to your own growth. And as we continue to do our own growth, as we continue to lovingly self-confront and lean into and step into our greatest, most brightest, most amazing, most badass self, we will bring in a different type of partner who can also mirror that back to us, who can hold that for us, who can cheerlead for that for us, and who can actually bring out even more of our greatness. And that is one of the major gifts of a beautiful partnership. So today we're going to go over 10 conscious dating tips. So 10 tips for you to, as you kind of decide you want to be in the dating world, or as you continue to navigate the dating world, or maybe you got off of all the dating apps and dating world, uh, and you wanting to get back in, these are 10 simple tips to help you approach dating more mindfully, more consciously, and with more integrity. So the first tip is along the lines of what we were just talking about, getting to know you. Getting to know yourself. Use dating as an opportunity to get to know yourself. Every bad date you go on, every great date you go on, shows you things about yourself. So getting to know yourself. And it's Diane from Furstenberg who says that the most important relationship that you have in your life is the one with yourself. And I love that. Um, it is so true. So valuing that as your relationship with yourself as the most important and using dating, the good dates and the bad dates. And I can feel you, I feel you. I've been on all the dating apps. I was single for a very long time. I've kind of had been the serial monogamist in my life. And so I feel you all out there listening or watching on the bad dates and the good dates. But every date shows us something about ourselves. The second tip is about your emotions. So our emotions are beautiful, right? They are amazing, but they also wax and wane, like the weather, right? They come and they go. And one of the things I work with my clients on is learning to become a, a bit more of the observer of your emotions. Emotions are not wrong or right. They are not good or bad. They are simply 
just emotions. So looking at your emotions during and after a date, what, what, what were the emotions that you had? But then also looking at what, you know, not falling so much into the emotions. What about the compatibility? So weighing our emotions with also compatibility. I believe a key to conscious dating is compatibility. And if we talked more about it early on in dating, are we compatible? This is what I'm looking for. This is what you're looking for at the right time. Um, but really looking at it logically, less emotionally, and is this person compatible with me? Am I compatible with them? That also takes some of the like judgment or shame that can go along with that out of it. And it really is about compatibility. So weighing your emotions with compatibility. And looking at your emotions with neutrality, looking at the date with neutrality. Sometimes the best partners are the ones that we feel neutral about. We don't feel head over heels or addicted to or falling for. We feel neutral about this potential partner. And as we grow with this partner, then the feelings deepen. And neutrality is a beautiful place, can be a beautiful place to start. So just being open to the feelings of neutrality. The third tip is about watching their actions just as much, if not more than their words. While you're on a date, watch their body language, watch their actions, watch how they treat the wait staff and, you know, things like that. Um, actions do really speak louder than words, right? And we tend to put our best foot forward, right? This is what we're taught. Put your best foot forward during a date. And I say, screw that. Put your real foot forward. <laughs> Show me your real foot forward. Show me your real self. But uh, one way to do that is to pay attention, watch their actions and their nonverbals as much as their words. The fourth tip is to listen more than you talk. And there's a quote that we have two ears and one mouth. So we should be listening twice as much as I think it's Epictetus who said that as we talk. So listening more than you talk. And I am talkative. I tend to talk a lot on dates, but the more you can listen, you, the more the person will show you who they are. And I believe it was my Angela who said, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. That's the good and the bad. So listening more than you talk is a great tip. A fifth tip is notice your energy. Notice how you feel during, before, during, and after the date. Notice your energy and notice how you feel. That can help you kind of tell that like that part that's mystical, that chemistry part. Are you feeling butterflies? Are you feeling grounded? Noticing in your body, noticing the sensations in your body, not your thoughts, but the sensations in your body before, during, and after a date can also be valuable information about this potential partner. The next tip is to find and be open to search out like-minded, like-hearted people, right? So say yes to things that are about things you love to do. If you love to do yoga, meditate, go to functions about that. That is where you might meet a potential partner, being open to inviting in like-minded and like-hearted people because they will maybe be more aligned with you. They will be maybe more on your back, your path or your trajectory. So it's not that I agree that differences can attract, but also being open to like-minded and like-hearted people will help sort of narrow and vet out the dating pool. The next tip, I kind of already mentioned about not putting your best foot forward. Put your real foot forward. We tend to talk about this like sparkly parts only, and I want you to be able to be you. Show someone who you are unabashedly, as unabashedly as you can, because that will also, if you are not their cup of tea, great. You will be someone else's cup of tea. They might not be yours either, but really being yourself, right? And really being your full self, all of your sparkly parts and your not so sparkly parts will help find a, a potential partner who's really aligned for you. 
Next tip is about dating a lot of people, right? Obviously in your agreements, if you move into monogamy or exclusivity with someone, but before that early on being open to dating other people, because again, every day that you go on teaches you something about yourself and you will notice um, who are you wanting to spend time with? Who are you thinking about? Who do you want to reach out to? Who are you not wanting to? So that is also really helpful. Um, and so that can be a great tip to help you kind of vet the dating pool. And make no mistake about it, this is a vetting process. You are being vetted and you are vetting. And I say that because that is amazing. There is someone for every, there is lots of someones for everyone out there. And if again, if, if someone is not your cup of tea or you are not theirs, do your best to bless it, let it go. And that kind of brings me to the next tip, which is being transparent when you are doing your rejecting and then also not personalizing the rejection. And I say it in quotes because it isn't really a rejection. It's an incompatibility. And hopefully your potential partner is communicating that well. But can you also, if you're not interested, can you communicate that kindly, honestly, and openly? that you're not feeling the connection, that you're not feeling the attraction, that whatever it is, and really doing that is so beautiful. When I was dating, I found it so amazing when a man would say to me, I'm just not feeling this connection. And then my work was to not personalize that. And then I got to also say, you know, I, I, I'm finding myself thinking about someone else and I'm really, you're a lovely human being and I wish you well and this is not the connection. And so really leaning into being open and transparent and honest in that communication and then not personalizing it when you when someone is not interested and not wanting to pursue it with you. Easier said than done, I know that, but it is a beautiful practice. And the last tip is avoiding the blame game, right? Often when 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 I was single, people would say, Wait, why are you single? Before I kind of did this work, I'd say, well, all the men out there are poor communicators or they're, all the good men are taken or I'm too old to find someone or whatever my story was in the moment. But none of it was true, first of all. And second of all, all of it put the responsibility outside of me, right? I was sort of blaming men collectively, right? And and instead of looking again about how we started the podcast, about looking at me with, with no judgment, no shame, with love, curiosity, and self-compassion. But what is it? So really noticing when you, if someone said, why are you single? Why is it that you're single? And noticing when you tend to blame the other people outside of yourself, the other potential person or persons. Um, but also what is it? Why are you single? What have you been learning about yourself? What is it that you love about being single? And what is it that you really look forward to and being in partnership? That is an awesome tip as well. So that's your sexy homework for the week is to take that last tip to be thoughtful. I want you to list three reasons why you are single. And even if you're not, you don't feel like you're choosing it. What are three things that you're, reasons why you're single or things that you've, gifts that you've had gotten from being single. And then three things that you're really excited about for being in partnership. It can be anything. There is no right or wrong to this, but that is your sexy homework because that will get you kind of in this place of self-reflection, of owning where you are and, and knowing about where you're heading and why you're wanting to head there. That is part of the conscious mindful dating is being thoughtful and aware and communicative during this really wild, crazy, sometimes fun, sometimes awesome, sometimes awful, sometimes hilarious process of dating. And so I just wanted to share that with you. Thank you for listening today. I would you know, love to hear any tips from you all, anything you want else you want to hear um, about things you're struggling with. You can email me, stormy at lovedeeplab.com. You can find out a lot more about uh, my coaching work, www.lovedeeplab.com. And then we're on Instagram at lovedeeplab. 
And I'd love, feel free to DM me or email me with any questions you have. And for all you singles out there, I just, I love where you are. And I would share with you, I loved my time being single. I absolutely loved it. And my wish for you all is that you get to this place where you love being single and you are absolutely open in mind, body, heart, and sex to being partnered if that is what serves you. So thank you for listening today. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for being brave and opening your hearts to love deep.